What is going on, everybody? This is Rob Coakley and Dave Wilkins from Hometown Ghost Stories. And to start some of our bonus content, we've decided to take our internal debates public with all of you, where me and Dave constantly talk about horror movies, what we like, call each other names. Uh, (laughs) Sometimes we agree on what we like. But we figure it's pretty fun banter, and sometimes Dave lets me talk, so... We're going to do this and see uh, how you guys like it. So this is going to be one of our new side content things. We'll review a movie once or twice a month. Uh, For this particular opening episode, we are going to be doing three movies. We're going to be doing the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the newest Halloween Kills, and we're going to be doing Scream. And we decided to do it this way since they all kind of have that soft reboot where it's not a full reboot, but they're trying to start the story over. So we figured that it fit to do all three of these movies. Uh, anyways, Dave, how are you doing? So far, so good. How are you? And I let you I, talk for a really long time there, so I want credit for that. I, I knew I had to like get out what I could say right now because I know you guys don't know how these conversations go. Dave asked me for my top five favorite horror movies a couple weeks ago. I still haven't been able to finish telling them because he cuts off every third word. So. Um, it's still a mystery i still have no (laughs) idea what your top five are whatever it is you're wrong (laughs) yeah yeah that's pretty much how this goes so we are going to start with uh the texas chainsaw massacre first and basically the newest texas chainsaw massacre is a soft reboot that's introducing some new characters while remaining legacy characters sort of like leatherface the girl that escaped in the first movie and what happens in this movie is a group of Young adults pretty much purchased this ghost town with the intent of gentrifying it and basically flipping it and making it this big social media experiment. And uh, then kind of all hell breaks loose for the most part. So I know both of us watched this within the last 24 hours. What is your initial take on what they did with this Texas Chainsaw reboot? So uh, I will tell you that first. I don't think we mentioned this. This is spoiler alert. We're going to spoil oh, yes. the absolute shit out of all of these movies. Yes. By the way, the, we'll be writing this on the on the comment on the thread. But every movie re- review we do is going to be spoiler full. So there will be no spoiler free. So if you have not watched these movies, you should go watch these movies first and then come back and uh, tell us why we don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> so overall, this movie. Um, there was a lot I liked and there was, there was a lot I didn't like. Um, I guess I'll start with what I did like. Uh, they didn't hold back on the gore and I'm a big, if you like gore, this is definitely, you, you're, you're going to like this movie. Even if you don't like anything else and you're here just for the gore, you'll probably like this movie to a certain degree just cause it's very graphic, very gory. And they didn't hold back at all. In particular, uh, the bus scene for me was yes. awesome. <laughs> it was so good. You pack a whole bunch of people on a, basically a party bus and then you unleash a dude with a chainsaw and they, they, it is exactly how it should be. Um, that one particular, another thing that I liked about this was uh, another very specific scene, um, which was Leatherface. At one point he cuts the, his mother's face off and wears her face and then starts applying her makeup <laughs> to her face. I was just like, dude, this is great. Um, what, what about what are some of the things that you liked about this, Rob? All right, so my my thoughts on this movie it can be boiled down to two scenes. I think 
this movie took a lot of flack online, so I wasn't expecting to like anything in this movie going into it. You know, you get those preconceived notions where you start seeing something so much, everyone's like, oh, it's so bad, it's so bad, it's so bad. And I'm going to say I think it's overall not a great movie, but I also think it starts off really fucking good. So that scene you're talking about with the mother, that whole scene where he cuts off her face, the the blonde girl that's in that truck that's stuck in it trying to get out, that whole like claustrophobic, can she escape? I thought that actress was awesome. She and was I good. thought that entire scene was amazing. And this is at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. And then I think it just starts a downward slope. I think the gore stuff, like you said, is good. I think all of that is really well done. I think it really so the bus scene is another one. The bus well, scene before like, we stray too far from the um the scene that you were just talking about with the when she was in the van. Yeah. Was it driving you insane that she wouldn't take her seatbelt off? No, because I think that she was trying not to make any noise that possible. So that kind of makes sense to me. Like I would just I was just stressing out because I'm like, you just saw it like just click the seatbelt and take it off. Now what what angered me the most was her trying to unlock the door and it had a pole lock on it. And it's like, just pull the lock off, but it's a police car. Maybe, you know, I'll let my imagination slide there. But I thought that actress was like that whole scene. Like it's worth it just to watch that scene. Like just the anticipation, the dread that you feel for her, like her trying to figure out how to get out of that. Um, Her acting was great up until the kill. And she was still great. Then she had the little tear come out of her eye. As she died, like that was great. It was a great scene. Yeah, it was a scene where they killed off every single good actor all in one scene. Yes, they killed off all the good actors. <laughs> I, I do think that the um, Texan guy was pretty good. He was, yeah, he was good for um, what he was supposed to be. Yeah, I thought that, you know, he was fine. But I want to go to the bus scene because I think that these are the, the parallels uh, of this movie is what happens in the party bus, like you said, is fucking awesome. That whole that whole kill a bunch of people in a party bus, the setup for that scene is terrible. So he basically walks on this party. So first of all, let's start with this. There's a girl running around. She knows that somebody has been murdered. She's not saying anything to anybody. And she's on the party bus. What are we doing? Yeah. Like, why are we not telling? Like, do you think that you wouldn't tell everybody that somebody just got murdered? Come on. Um, so she hasn't told anybody anything. She's telling people to be quiet. There's, I think, two girls on the bus that actually know, and everyone's not saying anything. And then Leatherface gets on the bus. And all these partiers, they stop, and they look at him. And I, I understand that you can play certain things for laughs occasionally, but everybody that's standing on the bus pulls off their phone. And it's like trying to be this social commentary thing. But to do social commentary, it has to like make sense. And if a dude stands on your, gets on your bus looking like Leatherface looks with a chainsaw, now you might be shocked and stand there, but the entire fucking crowd is not going to pull out their cell phones and start recording them. And then the line that just made me go, fuck this, was when he's like, we're going to get you canceled, bro. And I'm just like, oh my God, what are we doing here? Um, and so, then the chaos ensues, and it's great at that point, but 
it had a lot of stuff like that that I just did not enjoy. Yeah. So when I was saying like the bus scene was great, I thought it was. And like the gore, yep. like the gore and the graphics are pretty much all I liked about this movie. I thought mm-hmm. the acting was overall really, really bad. I thought the characters were poorly written. Um, yes. I just, dis- I despised the main character. I thought she was totally unlikable, mm-hmm. her and her sister. Um, and I thought they were both terrible actresses. Uh, really, really didn't like it. O- off the bat, it opened with product placement right in my face and a <laughs> cheese its logo right in my face. Like you're, you're starting off with this. It's, it's almost like you don't have faith in your own movie. So you're kind of hedging your bet saying like, let's take all the advertisement deals we can get. Yeah. And, uh, there was, uh, yeah, not a lot about this movie I liked except for the gore. And, uh, you actually do bring up a good point though. This, the, the van scene was actually a really good scene. It's a, it's one of the best horror scenes I've seen in a while, to be honest. Like, so that's why when I'm watching this movie and that's in the first 20 minutes or so, cause it's not even that long of a movie, which I think was a, a great choice that they didn't prolong this just to prolong it, that this scene is immediate. It's in your face in the first 20 minutes. And I'm like, if this is what this movie's doing, then this movie's going to be great. And, and it just progressively goes downhill. Uh, to your point about the main character, she is poorly written. They do this whole tragic backstory that she survived a school shooting that just, it it wasn't needed. I don't know if I would consider her the main character. She was the, I guess the two of them are like co-main characters. But yeah, I actually. She, she's the one that lives. The She is the one that lives, right. Um, true. So I guess, yeah. So her sister was the one that I thought was particularly bad at acting. But yeah, so her for this, to have this stupid backstory that has nothing to do with anything. Why is this here? Why why are you telling us this this backstory? Yeah, and that was part of my point about the uh, the character development. It's like, what is this? Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just like things are thrown in uh, just to just to be there, and it's like, what are we doing with this character? It just it made no sense. The girl that you thought was a bad actress, she was bad, and they had these characters do the tropes of people doing stupid things, but we're used to characters and slashers doing dumb things, but usually it's like, you can kind of argue it. It's the classic. um, She ran up the stairs when she should have ran out of the house thing. Like almost every Friday the 13th has, but these people were doing stuff that just literally made no sense. Like the, the, they bring back. So the legacy character they bring back is the girl that survived in the original Texas chainsaw massacre which took place in 1973 off the top of my head right around there okay so 50 years ago so that means this woman is at minimum 68 68 years old 69 years old which also means by the way that leatherface is in his 70s yeah like minimum 70s so now you're you're trying to make me suspend this disbelief, and I'm trying to make her be this in, this big badass, and she kind of is a badass, but she's also 68, 69 years old, and she pulls up, the girls jump in her car, and she's like, "I'm not leaving, I'm gonna kill them." And it's like, "Cool, you go do that, but you would at least let these girls take like the car or get out of the car." They she locks them in the back of the car so they can't get out. It's just lunacy and then she goes up and she's facing Leatherface with a shotgun and just lets him walk by her. She's like, you don't even remember me. It's like, yeah, because he's a psychopath. <laughs> are you insulted? Like, are you insulted? Like, are you offended? Yeah, what are we doing? <laughs> but just literally lets him walk by and then goes out and has like this one-on-one battle. It's like, why didn't you just shoot him? 
when you could have <laughs> shot him. Like these are these are the logic flaws that just it's like dumb suspense building where the director was like, people will be really impressed by the suspense that I'm building here with her staring at him with a shotgun and he just he's just gonna walk by. It's like, no, this is stupid. This it is, is stupid. This literally doesn't make sense. So yeah, that's I, I definitely see your point on that stuff. So I guess overall, I had this movie. So I was ready to give this movie a two star rating, and then right up until the end, and then I was I was really about to be completely turned off when the girls are just the two girls are driving away, and they're just like laughing to each other, mm-hmm. like they're all their friends weren't just murdered in front of right, them. Right, right. And I was about thing. to be like, "This is fuck." I'm gonna throw my TV out the window, and then of course Leatherface grabs her by the hair, pulls her head out the window, and saws her head off with a chainsaw. And I was like, "All right, cool. Three point three point two stars." Yeah. <laughs> Um, the other the other thing I just want to bring up, since all of these movies are technically slasher movies, this wasn't per- this wasn't great. This wasn't a great movie, so I'm going to give it two out of five. I don't I, as bad as I think some of it was. I it's still not the worst slasher movie I've ever seen. No, and I so think many bad ones. There's so many really really bad ones, and I think the problem now is I think that, and I could be wrong. Don't cancel me, please. But I think people younger than us, they just don't like slasher movies in general. I'm sure there's some. I think that the slasher craze has died down a ton. And ghost stories are still my favorite. When they're done right, they're the best. But I I like dumb, slightly good slasher movies or ones that try to be good and are just, you know, bad without trying to be bad. I mean, give me a good slasher movie and I'll watch it. Like I want to, I want it to be like this, where it's an hour and twenty minutes. I don't want it longer than that. There's no need for it to be longer than that. We know what the formula is, but I just think that the hate that some of these particular movies get sometimes is just based on the genre rather than the actual content. Maybe, and maybe it's because like the younger generation, they haven't really had any good slasher movies up until now. So maybe, True. maybe these these three that kind of came out in the last year or two will kind of help, help pump some uh, enthusiasm into the slasher genre. Right. All right. So that's our take on the new Texas chainsaw. Let's move over to Halloween kills, which I just got the chance to watch yesterday. uh, Finally, I've been looking forward to watching it. So, so Halloween kills is the second installment of a soft reboot trilogy where surviving victims of serial killer Michael Myers form a vigilante mob and vow to end his reign of terror after they discover that he is still alive. What are your thoughts on this movie? What are some of the things you liked? I like Texas Chainsaw more than I like this movie. And I hate saying that. Wow. Um, I, I love the, uh, the original one that they did a few years ago. The 2018 brought- one. Right, the 2018 Halloween movie, where they they brought back Jamie Lee Curtis's character. They gave her a family. They made her this like deranged, ready for Michael to come back at any time. She was she was she plays the part awesome, and she's still great in this for the most part. I have she a lot of really in it. That so this is part of the problem with this movie. Is, I don't think it's a problem. I think it's a big problem. And I don't think it's just her not being in it. I think it seemed like they were trying to transition this franchise to her granddaughter being the main character from the first movie. And she's also barely in this movie. And what they've made this movie more of is 
the the people of Haddonfield and all the other surviving victims from the original Halloween movie, like based on people that we saw and didn't see from that movie that survived. And they do this like mob mentality thing where they got Anthony Michael Hall's character running around doing fucking nothing. Like just saying like, we got to kill this guy. We got to kill this guy. And he's just do, he's like grounding the troops up and his character. Evil, evil dies tonight was the stupid oh, fucking line. My God. And they would just start chanting it in the hospital. And I think that there was just, I don't think there was enough focus on this movie on a character. And it just, it felt very discombobulated to me. So I think what they're trying to do is stretch this into three movies when it really should just be, should have just been two. And I think that's why you don't see a lot of Jamie Lee Curtis and her daughter and granddaughter in this, because number one, she was basically mortally wounded at the end of the first movie. So for them to throw her right back in kind of also wouldn't make sense. So I feel like they're trying to create some space between the first and the third, while also stretching it out um, to cover three movies, obviously for monetary reasons. Right. Um, so I think that's why you saw a little bit less of them, although they were actually in it. Um, I liked and disliked the hospital scene for some of the same reasons. Like I did, I hated the stupid, uh, the evil dies tonight line and the chant so corny. They didn't need that at all. But I did like the idea of you have a slasher movie where the slasher while hunting is also being hunted. So you kind of have like, they're hunting him while being hunted. And I thought that was kind of a cool angle. I did like it. It was different. Um, I just really didn't like the stupid catchphrase. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did I like? I, this is another one. It was really bloody, really gory. So if you like that stuff, I mean, this is this is probably the bloodiest of all the Halloween movies. I, I can't think of a single one that was bloodier than this one. The yeah, there, there was just two scenes in particular that are the same scene, to be honest. The movie opens and ends the same way. It's Michael Myers in a Kung Fu fight and it drives me bananas. Yeah. He, he walks out of the house. He's surrounded by the firefighters. They're all holding axes. You know, one has the, the little firefighter chainsaw thing. And, uh, it's a Bruce Lee movie where they all, after he attacks one, they all come at him one at a time and he takes them out one by one instead of just all of them, you know, charging him at the same time. So I'm like, all right, this is fine. I'll deal with it for this because some of the kills are really good. And then the movie ends the same exact way where every single town member surrounds them and they're ganging up on them at first. And then it goes to one-on-one for every single person he's killing. They're not, they're not charging them together. It's just, it's like, man like i can deal with it in a kung fu movie because that's what a kung fu movie is yeah but this isn't but this This isn't isn't a kung fu movie and like i have to you have to suspend disbelief in certain ways for every set of movie there's like certain rules that you go in expecting to follow for this stuff so yeah i understand he's an unkillable quote-unquote killing machine and blah 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 but show it by him just taking out the entire crowd like i don't need the whole they surround him and he lifts up like he's the Hulk or something, but we can figure something out so that he's not taking them out one by one. Yeah. That was, yeah. Jesus Christ. It's Jason Bourne. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't work. It doesn't work for this kind of movie. I definitely agree with that. Uh, One scene as far as gore goes that I thought was great was the fluorescent light bulb in the neck. Oh yeah. That That whole scene was unsettling. 
That was not, disturbing. I mean, the whole scene in general where after she's like still, because she, she doesn't die right away, he like grabs her husband and, you know, he's still alive and he just starts sticking every knife he can every find. Every knife in, in the kitchen. And she's just sitting there and can't move and has to watch as she's slowly dying. You know, it's yeah. it's unsettling, but it's it's really well done. It's really well acted too. Yeah. Uh, for, for especially because as those two actors came into the scene, uh, this reminds me of something else that drove me crazy. As those two two actors came into the scene, I'm like, oh, these actors are kind of like, I feel like they're overplaying it. But as soon as it switched to Michael Myers, Michael Myers being in there with them, I thought they played the scene great. I thought both of them did exactly what people would do in that exact situation. I, I you know, I, I just I love that scene in general. That was a great scene. The, so. the scene I didn't like uh, that I'm talking about is there's the couple that's Big John and Little John, which is just yep. they, they actually moved into the, the uh, old Michael Myers, Myers house. house. And one of the guys is from Mad TV from back in the day. I don't know if you picked up on that. It was the I guy that. No, that, I didn't. I, I knew he was familiar and I couldn't picture. Yeah. yeah. He was the guy from that used to do Stewart, the. Want to see what I can do? <laughs> Go back and watch the scene again now. Yeah. So that's who that is. He's, he's the, I want to see what I can do. Uh, and like, you know, you know, still Patty Pimblett. <laughs> so, he, you know, which is fine. Like you don't have to do comedy the whole time, but so he's, he's one of the two guys that they're this couple. And first of all, they know Michael Myers is in the house. They're right by the front door. They can run out. And they don't. They decide to take knives and try to fight them, which is stupid. Uh, again, logic flaw. But this is, I'll, I'll, I'll allow this one because this is a normal slasher movie logic flaw. And it's like embedded in me now. So I'm like, okay, fine. What drove me crazy is Michael Myers is supposed to have basically no soul. He's, he function as, functions as a killing machine, Correct. Correct. Like, this is just what he does. So after he kills these two, they pan a photo of the two of them laying in the park or something where, like, one of them has, one of them's laying out and the other one's laying with his head on him. And it's, it's just, it shows you this photo real quick. And then 10, 15, 20 seconds later, it shows you that he posed the bodies the same way as that photo. And it's like, this isn't, this isn't, a, this isn't Freddy Krueger. That's right. a Freddy Krueger type thing. Michael Myers would just leave them or stack them somewhere hiding the bodies. He wouldn't be displaying them. He's not, he's not killing for attention. He's not like, that's not his MO. And it's like supposed to just be this little throwaway gag, but it's like, you're, you know, you're crushing what this guy does. Like you're, <clears throat> you're taking you're not following what the character is supposed to be. Right. You're rewriting it. And it's, um, you're not supposed to be doing that because this is not your original movie. You get a chance to direct. I don't know if it was a director's call or the writer's call or what, but you get a chance to direct, like take over the, um, the baton from, you know, John Carpenter. And now you get to, you're supposed to take it and run with it as if it was John Carpenter doing it. You're not supposed to like, do your own thing and change stuff. In my opinion, I think that's shitty. 
So, I mean, that what you're talking about is, I think it's pretty minor. I didn't even catch it until you brought up brought it up. No, it, it was just a little thing. It wasn't like it didn't ruin the movie for me. Like that's not what that wasn't like the the thing that you know poured the cup over there. It just it was just a little. It was like little things like that is the point where it's just like that's just not the Michael Myers character, right? And um, the other thing that kind of drove me crazy is like we said, Jamie Lee Curtis's character she's not doing a ton in the movie as she shouldn't. But every time they show her, she's saying it has to be me. I have to be the one to kill him. And it's I, like, I think why? That's, so that's what they're le- I know exactly. But I think that's what they're kind of leading towards um, in the next movie. And with this one, I love the ending. Um, oh, I, I love the ending. It was a, it was a great ending. I don't believe she, the daughter's dead. She no, could be. She could be, but probably not. She's probably just going to end up in the hospital. Either way, what I'm afraid of is now, after her daughter being attacked, is I'm afraid of a septuagenarian, Jamie Lee Curtis, going on a Liam Neeson-style revenge rampage. That would suck. And I have a feeling that's where they're going with the third movie. Uh, see, I, I think, so real quick, just what I was going to say about Jamie Lee Curtis's character is... Every time you see her, she's saying, I have to be the one to kill him. It has to be me, blah, 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 blah. And somebody does say to her, like, why at some point, which is because great. A cop. Yeah. And it would be justified, but because they've retconned everything from the original franchise other than the first movie, because the second movie is where it was revealed that she was her, she was his sister. So she's not his sister in this anymore. And if she was, that would make sense because, you know, you're doing the whole family blood tie thing, blah, 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 blah. So I think that's one thing that they should not have retconned from the movies. I think she still should have been the sister. I think it, yeah. I think it plays better, to be honest. Now, as far as the ending goes, I think the daughter is dead. And I, I, don't, so. I don't think the third movie is going to continue in the same Halloween night. I think what's going to happen is it's going to be fast forward a year her and the granddaughter are just getting ready for the next Halloween night because that's when he shows up is on Halloween night. So I think it's just going to be them preparing themselves and then that Halloween. So I think you're going to get a fast forward of a year that way she's healed. She's able to move around. Um, the granddaughter can become even more of a badass because she's really, you know, she's just kind of thrown into this in these first two movies, mm-hmm. and, but she has, she clearly has the mentality for it. So I think that's what we're going to see with that third movie. And I think the mother is dead and that's just going to be the catalyst for them getting even more ready than they were before. Yeah. I hope she is. And I don't mean that in like a insensitive way. I just really hate when, um, when horror movies go with the cheap kill and it's like, Oh, like they think they, they shock you to make you believe someone's dead. And then they turn around and be like, ah, they're not really dead. <laughs> you know, we don't want to kill off our main characters, but it's like, it's like, just do it. <laughs> well, I, I thought that the daughter over the course of the two movies was really the strongest, maybe not the absolute strongest, but I thought that, that that character was a very strong character. So I was particular. it made sense after it happened, but I was really shocked to see her die because she's, she's the more balanced one where she's like, you know, here's what we have to do, but she's still not when the shit hits the fan, she doesn't go running. So I kind of like that where she wasn't like trying to be this overly macho character, but still could hold her own um, in crisis situations. 
because she grew up that because she was grown up being taught how to. So would you have this rated? I'm dying to know what you rated this because if you had the other one as a two, that means this one's sub two. Yeah, this is probably one and a half. So I, mean, I yeah, I had this one at three point eight. I liked it better than Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I thought not that we're comparing them, but we are. This is um, obviously they have nothing to do with each other. But this one, I thought the acting was pretty much across the board good. I, mm-hmm. I think there were a couple of characters that were shaky, but the acting in this was really good as opposed to uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And this one, you had the really good gore scenes. Um, yeah. There were some things I liked, some things I didn't like. I thought, I think the problem with, and I think the problem that you're having with it is the movie just doesn't stand on its own without one and three for legs. Like if you take, take it out and isolate this movie on its own, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. You're like, where, where what's going on? What, where, where is this coming from? And why did it end like that? So it's not an individual movie, which I think kind of might hurt it. But if you look at all three of them as a whole and say, then you look at two and say, okay, I mean, you kind of need to, I think, I think over, overall it was a, a decent horror movie. C plus 3.8 in my opinion. So I, I, I think you're right about the acting. Obviously the acting's better than something like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but I will still put that truck scene from Texas Chainsaw Massacre and say that is better than anything that is done in this Halloween movie, in my opinion. I can't I, argue with that. I mean, so like can't. that that scene just I, I know I'm harping on it, but that scene stood out to me. It's like this movie could have been great if we stuck with the tone and tenor of this scene. So I don't think Halloween has anything as strong as that. I thought they had a scene that could have been close to it. And that's when everybody was in the park. Yeah, that was good. And, and I, I, I almost liked that scene. I thought there were some, some issues with it though. Uh, other than that, like, yeah, it's not bad, but we're going to look back and it's going to be like, well, this, this trilogy quote unquote was two movies. It was the first movie and the third movie. And a lot of times when you look at trilogies, the second movie is the strongest. So look at the original three Star Wars movies. Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. The second movie is the strongest, the original Star Wars. So for this one, I I can already tell you that unless they do something absolutely bonkers, that third one is going to be better than this one. And it's just... So like, if you're going to do a trilogy, you need that second movie to be really strong. And you you don't feel like this one had that. I don't. I don't think it did enough. I just thought there were so many things that made no sense in it, and to bring back every single character that survived the original Halloween just to kill them, like you're saying that some of these people wouldn't have moved away because of the trauma. Like, you know, you're really asking me to to make a lot of a lot of suspended disbelief stuff where I already have to suspend disbelief. So, uh, I don't know. I just I, I can't. I can't rate it too highly. I thought it was pretty poor. Fair enough. Fair enough. So that that's fun. I feel like we were kind of right on the same page with the first one and yeah. different sides of the spectrum on the second one. So on that, the third one. That Unless leads, you had more. No, no, I have nothing I have nothing else to say about that. So that leads us to the rebooted Scream movie that I actually saw in theaters. So I saw this like I don't know, a month or two ago, something like that. No, it's fun. It's a fun one to see in the theaters. I feel like anytime you get a chance to see the slasher movies in the theaters, you should absolutely do it. Yes, of course. So, Scream, or Scream 5, as some of them call it. 
25 years after a streak of brutal murders shocked the quiet town of Woodsboro, California, a new killer dons the ghost face mask and begins targeting a group of teenagers to resurrect secrets from the town's deadly past. What do you think? Why don't you start with this one? Tell me what you thought of this movie. I thought that there was great act, great acting pretty much across the board in this movie, particularly David Arquette. I thought he crushed oh, his role God, so and they wrote him so good. Mm-hmm. Um, they, you know, the, the alcoholic washed up, lost his job. Just, uh, I thought his, his character was so well-written. He did such a good job acting. I thought the two sisters, um, so we have uh, Sam and Tara played by Melissa Barrera and Jenna Ortega. Phenomenal. Especially the girl in the beginning, the opening scene with the, uh, the telephone. I thought they were excellent actors. Oh, yes, there, yes. there actually isn't a single person in this movie that stands out that I would say did a bad job acting. Um, I, I, so I thought the, the main girl was a little wooden at times. Um, I thought her sister was awesome. The younger uh, one, the one who was in the hospital. The younger one. Yes. I yeah. thought she was, I thought she was absolutely incredible. I thought, I, so as, it wasn't bad. Like that, that girl that I thought was a little bad. It wasn't like terrible is what I'll say. I thought she could have, I thought she could have done a little more for, in my opinion. Yeah, maybe. I think her, her, her character, the way her character was written, I thought she did pretty good acting with it. Like I don't, um, I'm pretty critical of acting. If I think someone's a bad actor, I'll, I'll rip them to pieces, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't think she was bad. Um, maybe I'm just lumping her in with her sister's performance. That was really good, but um, I thought for the way she was written, she did a good job acting. Um, another thing I really liked about this movie was um, the director, which was Radio Silence, I think, directed this. That was mm-hmm. I read. And uh, respected Wes Craven, unlike yes. what we were talking about in the Halloween. Not that I think the Halloween director disrespected John Carpenter, but the, you know, I felt like he was trying to do his own thing. Not the case in this one. I thought they absolutely respected him. They didn't try and outdo him or make the movie their own. They really took the scream franchise and we're like and just continued it i feel like as Wes craven would have wanted um yeah maybe didn't execute it as as flawlessly as Wes would have i mean Wes was really good at like timing his movies out i felt like this one kind of maybe lagged a little bit or dragged out in spots where it didn't necessarily have to mm-hmm. um but i think they did a i think they did a, a great job uh, you know respecting Wes craven and i think uh, they also did a good job integrating the new characters with the old because you get like you see David Arquette, Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox, and you're like, you we're going me and you anyways, we're going like, yeah, we want to see these old characters. This is nostalgia. This is, you know, nineties for us. And uh you're right. off the bat, that kind of puts the new actors up against the ropes. Like you're, you're, you're going in and you're you're gonna assume people are gonna watch this movie and be like, ah, they suck. The new people sucked. Yeah. But they didn't. I thought they did a really good job. And I and that's credit to the writers and, and director as well. So I, I think you're hitting the nail on the head for all of this. And I think the important thing to remember with the Scream franchise is Scream started Scream in the nineties came out when the slasher genre was dying, right? Like people were people were getting sick of it. And it was a meta movie about slasher franchises. Like everything like it it pokes fun of everything about a slasher movie. But yet, it still delivers. It's still a fucking great movie. The original Scream is probably one of the best "quote unquote" slashers, and what it's doing is poking fun of others, like of poking fun of all the the tropes of a, of a slasher movie. Yeah, it's almost a spoof. 
<laughs> right. Now, this movie did exactly what it needed to do because what it does is it comes out and it's poking fun of the soft reboot movies where you're seeing the legacy characters come in like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like Halloween, and here comes Scream who brings in the legacy characters, pokes fun of everything, but yet all the acting's better, the storyline's better, the characters are written better. David Arquette absolutely crushes this movie. He is he steals the movie in my opinion. Like like Dewey in this movie is amazing. He's like you you feel for the guy. He plays the character great. This this is the stuff David Arquette should have been doing with more roles to be honest. And it it's timely again. It comes on right when all these reboots are happening. It absolutely crushes the formula. It it lives up to what every other Scream movie is supposed to be. And to me, it might be the second best Scream movie. It probably is the second best Scream movie. So for me, the original is still going to be the best because, because of what it is. But if you know the original Scream movie, you know this movie, right? Like everything is, it's basically just a carbon copy of that movie, but done fucking phenomenally. Yeah. The like, only, the only so edge well. I'd give over the original one or the, with the original one over this one, I think is the original one did a better job interpreting, uh, interpreting the comedy aspect. I thought this one, the newer one wasn't as funny as the other ones. And I think like yeah. the humor of the uh, original scream franchise was like one of the main legs that, you yes. know, so I feel like they didn't drive it home there. I'll, but, I'll give you that. And that's probably why I'm not giving it a, like a five out of five, but yeah. Um, yeah, I completely agree with that. I, I, but I don't think it lacked. Like, I think it was there occasionally. Maybe, like you said, it should have been a little better. More. No, I did laugh a few times for sure. Yeah, and the kills are great. They're brutal. Yep, they they do the kills great. Some of these side characters are are great too. Um, the girl that plays Jamie Kennedy's descendant, mm-hmm. you know, the yep. knowledgeable one. That girl, I thought was really she was awesome. I thought she was awesome in this movie. Nailed the part. She just like so she stole more scenes for me as well. Like you said, the 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 younger sister was excellent. That opening scene was like, oh, you just knew. I was like, this is gonna be a good movie. Yeah, we're gonna nail this. Just because yep. you know that opening scene, she did such a good job with it. I thought Jack Quaid played his part perfectly. Yep, he um, was funny. His 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 character was consistently funny throughout the whole. He was kind of like Matthew Lillard in the in the first one. Yeah, yeah. I I would say that of the killers. The other killer, the other girl there, they could have fleshed her out a little bit more. I thought like, she was predict. I thought her being a killer was very predictable. Yes, and I think that was a flaw actually in the writing. And like as soon as the first opening scene, when the killer is texting from her phone, yeah, and then it goes to the next scene, and the girl is not dead and doesn't say anything about it. Doesn't I'm like, dude, she's the she's the she's the killer. Like how how do you how do you explain that one? How right. is he texting from her phone? without her either a being attacked or saying, or saying I was also attacked. You know, I, th- I thought like I th- off the bat, I'm like, all right, that's one of the killers <laughs> ended up being right. Right. <laughs> right. So I thought so, that was a flaw. Yeah. I, I thought that the killers, I thought both were kind of predictable to be honest with you. Um, as soon as they were driving down the road, like I already thought it was the the boyfriend. See that one caught me by surprise. Cause like no. they weren't, they were, they were, they weren't in town. So I was like, how? <laughs> yeah. So that's, 
that's a big logic step that you have to be like, well, how did he meet her out here? Like, obviously he was tracking her down. Well, after they explained it, it made sense because yeah. they're they fanatics but or whatever. For me, what made it, what made me think it was him. It's like, they tried so hard to act like he didn't know anything about the killings and he's like watching stuff on the stab movies and stuff. It's like, all right, well, it's definitely him. He's mm. trying too hard not to, to know anything about this stuff. So he's definitely the killer. And what nailed it for me is when they're in the car and she's like, Oh, I got to get my inhaler or something. Um, it's at my friend's house. And he's like, we're absolutely not going there. And he still goes there anyways. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, it's hmm. definitely him. He's the one. So the only other thing that I, I don't know how I feel about, it's going to take a rewatching for her being, Billy Loomis's daughter and just the way they incorporated that a bit felt a little eh to me where like, they're trying to make you think it's her as the killer and like, they're showing like his face, like they're showing what's his name. Um, Oh yeah. Uh, Skeet Ulrich. Yeah. You know, the, the DH Skeet Ulrich and certain things. And he's just like, shaking his head here and yeah. there. It's just like, mm, maybe a little overkill on this, but you know, it, it's, it doesn't take you out of the movie or anything like that. Right. I thought they actually did a really good job in making you kind of guess as to who the killers are. You know, they, they do a pretty good job leading you in different directions as far mm-hmm. as that goes throughout the movie. Yeah. And that whole hospital scene. So it's trying to figure out where all the people in the hospital that should be there were to start. <laughs> but once I got through that, um that that entire hospital scene was really fucking good i mean it was so that's where dewey dies as we said we clearly are spoiling every movie but that whole scene with him dying was just so well done they chose the right character to do that with because you're i think you even have more sympathy for him than sydney in this movie uh just the way that they had played him and it, it just it worked it worked so well because you're like fuck i don't want dewey to die yeah and it felt like if they killed courtney cox she wouldn't have cared as much and sydney you're always gonna care just because it's sydney prescott she's from the original movie um but yeah I, i think they did a great job setting up this franchise for years to come and the whole scream franchise in total i think there's only one movie that's not really that good four I liked four. I thought four was fine. I thought three was kind of bad. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of three or four. I thought I was always back and forth on which was better, one or two, but I thought they were both really good. Um, I feel like I just got to go, you got to give it to one, but um, I thought she got Matt, Matthew Lillard was great. Matthew Lillard was great. And there was a lot of rumors that he was going to show back up in this. That in wouldn't this have movie. made a lot of sense. <laughs> well, I guess if like you break it down, he's not technically you can't technically say he was dead at that first one um it would be a stretch it would be i heard rumors too that he was going to be in it i'm I'm glad he wasn't i'm glad he wasn't as well i thought they did the right thing i thought i thought the whole movie so it's not a five for me it's probably a so we're i don't know if we noted what our rating system is we're doing one to five um for me it's probably like a 4.5 i can't say it's a, a perfect horror movie that's exactly but where I had it is four and a half. I think it's a four and a half. And yeah. uh, so for me, like it's the second best in the scream franchise is scream. Is the original scream a five? 
it's probably a five for yeah. for a horror movie. I, I don't see how you can't. It's just everything about that movie is perfect. And I like the second one a lot too, but I think I like this a little more. Um, it might they might be tied. They might both be four point five. But for me right now, it's the original five, two, four, three. In my opinion, yeah, oh, yeah, it would be. Yeah, I, I agree with that. So, is there anything else you wanted to hit on on this movie? No, we covered everything. Cool guys. Um, so that's three movies that we hit for you here. Uh, maybe it's only about 45 minutes. So maybe we will do one or two movies when we do this. If you have any movies that you want us to review, particularly, we'll be happy to do that. Um, We've seen them all. <laughs> well, let me ask you if you've seen this, have you seen the terrifier? I have not seen the terrifier. So you can uh, call me. Out. So, because that's, I think that's the movie we should do next. Uh, right. Speaking of slasher movies, might as well keep the slasher movies going. There's going to be a sequel to, the Terrifier, and I think before that one comes out, you should definitely see it. I enjoyed it. I need to rewatch it if we're going to do it. I can think of certain, but it's it's a good enough movie that I can think of scenes. Like if we were to talk about it right now, I could tell you scenes from the movie. So I'm not going to spoil that yet, but I think if you're listening to this and you enjoy us covering these movies going back, you should probably watch The Terrifier in the next two weeks because I think that's going to be I'm just making an executive decision. I'll so here's what we'll do. I'm we're going to talk about it on air. Going forward, we'll do this probably every two weeks. I will pick a movie for us to review, and Dave will pick one. And that'll give you guys time to watch it, so that right. we're not spoiling it. So, do you have one off the top of your head that you want to review for the next episode? Yeah, let's do *Malignant*. <laughs> Fuck off, dude. <laughs> so we've both seen *Malignant*, and he knows how I feel about this movie Um, this is going to be another one of those ones we probably don't agree on well i know we don't agree on it so we will get to that in probably two weeks time but now i have to rewatch i watched malignant and i literally forgot the entire movie because i couldn't stand it like i can tell you like maybe 14 seconds of things that happened so i am like went into it with the wrong mindset i went into it not expecting anything i i I went into it expecting to like it because it was james wan Anyways, we'll talk old, about this. We'll talk James about James Wan has a bunch of garbage movies. He does, but I give him the benefit of the doubt because he has some ones that I really like. Yeah. So I know he knows how to do horror, is what I will say. True. But I think that we'll talk about it the next time we're on. Um, <laughs> otherwise, it's just going to turn to a malignant review right now. Anyways, everybody, thank you for tuning for tuning in. Please make sure you like, subscribe, leave us a comment. Um, our we're going to have this on the podcast feed. You might be listening to this on the podcast feed. We've been getting a lot of really good feedback on there lately. So please tell us if you like this kind of side content, we're going to be doing some other different things with side content. We're going to be releasing it a few days early on our Patreon and then releasing it on the regular feed. So make sure you like subscribe. If you want to check out our Patreon, that'd be cool. And if you have any particular movies you want us to cover, you can find Dave on Twitter at Dave Wilkins 12. You can find me at King Coakley or you could email us at hometownghoststories at gmail.com. I would say probably DM us, particularly me on Twitter, because I have a bunch of other stuff that I do on Twitter as well. So I'm on that a little bit more. But if you want to email us, you can do that as well. Anything uh, before we get out of here, Dave? No, I think we covered it. All right, everybody. Um, Again, reach out. Let us know what you think of our reviews. And uh, we will talk to you next time. Peace. Peace.